What is up, everybody, and Happy New Year! It is 2023, unbelievably. Ladies and gentlemen, we made it! Yeah, let's do it! Yeah! Sorry, just trying to figure out how to turn everything off. Yeah! <laughs> Haven't done that in such a long time. Uh, some would argue not long enough, and those people would be correct. Yes! <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, what's going on, everybody? Everybody having a good New Year so far? It seems to be... Seems to be pretty good. We're going to get into some political nonsense in a moment, because there's been some of that going on. But also, um, did everybody here in the Northeast notice that uh, I brought spring back just for you guys? You guys are welcome. Also, I'm looking in the monitor feed here. The beard is coming in nicely. I feel like I've got I've to trim it, because I've got extra pieces like this. I'm sure this will be a thing for the top 20, if you want to check that out. Uh, by the way, the Top 20 is out. Brand new one today on StrangerHood TV. You can check them out every Thursday morning at midnight or midnight 01 if you want to sleep in a little bit. Uh, it's the Top 20 from the Top 20 countdown. No relation of the Hard Rock Lunch. Well, technically it's some relation, but it's not a lot of relation. Like, how much relation do you have to need? Like, it's not like Alabama cousin relation, if you know what I mean, but... Speaking of which, I watched a two-minute video last night uh, on why it's pronounced Arkansas and not Arkansas. And if I could get that two minutes back, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> I do see a lot of really interesting and intelligent things on uh, on YouTube, like because it filter bubbles you. So, like, depending on what you're watching and stuff, but like, but I have a lot of nonsense on there too. So. <laughs> Ah, yes. <laughs> Social media, am I right? I want to bring back MySpace. Can we get MySpace back? I heard Tom was interested in taking over Twitter. Goddamn, that would be the greatest goddamn thing ever, in my opinion. Got quiet. That's better. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I am just I am just so damn tired. So, uh, I've noticed uh, a lot of people... Um, starting their new year with uh, not necessarily resolutions per se, but they, they're, you know, doing their thing, doing what they do. Uh, a lot of people are just trying to be happier. Certainly people that I know are trying to do that and trying to like let a lot of other stuff go. Uh, and that does not seem to be specific to this, you know, group of people that, that I know. It seems to be a general consensus, which I think is funny because it is really the only answer to what's been the past two years of kind of like real awful behavior towards each other like a lot of anger and a lot of hatred and stuff and um you know even to the point where like i was at a job yesterday and i was you know referring to you know about perspective and perception like there's there's a couple ways you can handle stuff that's really bothering you right like you can try and deal with it and make it go away or you can not let it bother you, right? Like, that's really all you got. And what I've found over the past couple of years is in the face of incredible obstinance by, you know, a select group of people, 
you can't really you can't make a lot of it go away. Like a lot of it really does kind of exist forever. You know, it's um, I didn't get to go into this at all, but it's it's kind of a funny. And oh, by the way, before I even start that, the new top 20 is out. I don't honestly remember what we talked about, but please check it out, like it and comment on it and stuff. And I'll I'll get back to you in the comments at some point um, because the top 20 on Stranger TV is woefully underwatched. Uh, in my opinion, woefully underutilized, but I don't know how to—I don't know how to share that better. I just—I suck at that particular job. I'm good at this job. Well, you could argue that, but I feel like I'm good at this job. So, but I'm not so good at the other job, and that seems to be pretty much the way my entire life has worked. <laughs> I really just need somebody to be able to make money off of me and just like lock me in a closet and like just go do what it is you do and, and just go from there. But anyway, so I have this like anecdote about. Um, just kind of the way things are going. Now, I've talked over the past couple years, right, about, like, sort of the way the political anger is working and stuff like that. And that's, you know, a lot of that's by design, right? And and what's even more by design is the fact that they're not, the people in power are really not trying to stop it. I mean, for, for whatever it's worth, the people that think for a living are trying to offer up reasons for all these things. And people that are smart enough to understand those things can kind of see, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And that checks. And people run stuff by, like, their common sense tests and their, you know, sniff tests or whatever else. Whatever else you do, you have in your life to kind of go through life knowing that you're kind of doing what you think is correct. right? Like, I, I'm proudly wearing my flat Mars shirt because it makes fun of people that believe in flat Earth. And I don't mean to do that to be mean. I mean to do that because I'm trying to ridicule people that think they know something about something without knowing anything about something. Like, it's you can't just make statements about stuff that you think or want to be fact, but it's not. Like, it's provably not. You know, when you talk to, you know, like, I understand that there's... People cha- like people challenge this stuff all the time. Like, well, science is constantly changing. Yeah, yeah, man. A lot of theoretical science is theoretical. It's in the name, right? Like, so when they talk about like the stuff that the James Webb Telescope is learning about the Big Bang and like black holes and deep space, it's challenging theoretical astrophysics, right? Nobody was actually like, no, I was there, so I know what happened. It's all theories. It's in the name. That's what a theory is. Something you think. Like, here, for the slow among you, like, think this. Think theory. Right? They both start the same way. Now, I know. I'm just coming up with this now. And uh, maybe this will blow your mind. Maybe it'll just ruin your Thursday. Either way, it's completely fine with me. But that's what we think happened. Nobody says we know for sure. Right? And sometimes there's generally accepted theories. Like, don't forget, for a very long period of time, the Earth revolved around the sun. And as we all know, the Earth revolves around spoiled white kids. I have no idea what I was going to talk about. Oh, right. So so people in charge are not doing their part to stem the infighting of, you know, intellect and political ideology and all that other stuff because... They're doing their own shitty thing. Like, it is a provable fact by economic standards, by and by actually any metric, that big corporations right now are using the cover of inflation to rake in record profits. If this is news to you, you have not been listening to this show enough. This is a fact. If the infl- if inflation was killing companies like corporations, 
ExxonMobil would be charging $27 million for a gallon of gas because you'll pay it. You'll have to pay it because you have to go to work, right? Like, I mean, I suppose there's like some sort of cutoff at which point gas costs too much that you can't even go to work. And by the way, that's a child care issue that nobody seems to give a shit about, which I can't figure out. And that went back to like the Clinton days when Clinton tried to give more money to to people on, on welfare and, and child care assistance because what was happening is child care costs so much that it actually was cheaper for people to not work. Because it was, it would take it in Detroit, and I'll never forget this particular story. And I'm sorry I'm all over the map, but it is Thursday, and that happens sometimes. Uh, I'll never forget this story. It was this woman that was working two jobs, and they were interviewing, interviewing her while she was riding a bus to her first job. I believe it was like a cleaning job, like an office cleaning job. So it was like kind of early in the morning, like five in the morning. So she was going, and they were talking to her about like, you know, how much does like stuff cost? And she was making about $190 a week and it was costing her about $110 a week for childcare. And she was debating at what point that was actually going to not be worth working anymore. Right. So that's, that's a whole other issue. But, but my point is, uh, these corporate these corporations are using the, the this distraction of inflation and of course enjoying all the distra- distraction of Democrats versus Republicans, which we really ought to talk about because the Republicans are embarrassing themselves so bad. Although they're doing exactly what everybody said was going to happen. Like this is what happens when people that are incapable of leading are leading. Like this, it's been two days without a speaker. Like they're trying, they're supposed to be working for us. What they're trying to do right now is pick their favorite. Like they're trying to. Pick Pick a favorite. They're not even doing our work. They're trying to figure out who's in charge. Like, dude, this is literally the most ridiculous thing I've seen in my lifetime. Like, you can't even figure out who's in charge and you're going to run the government? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, anyway. So these corporations are using the distraction of everything else that's going on. It basically gouge consumers like Amazon and ExxonMobil and, you know, uh, like Microsoft. Like all these companies are making record profits, which basically proves that there's no inflation. And not profits by dollars, profits by percentage, right? That's actually why the stock market is starting to go up. Like... Although the stock market actually reacts really weirdly. Like, as soon as there were a lot more people unemployed, the stock market went up. And the reason that is is because with more people unemployed, that makes a stronger economy. And you need to go to at least Economics 102 to understand a bunch of that stuff. But um, I'm at the point now where I don't even remember what I started talking about. And that is hella not unusual. Distractions, corporations. Oh! Right, so corporations are doing all this stuff that they've always wanted to do, but they never had the cover of something like inflation. If you'll notice, most places are still talking about the customer, like the service delays and, uh, you know, all that, like uh, shipping delays and, you know, all that kind of stuff. That doesn't exist anymore, right? The only place that that really kind of comes into play is when companies aren't hiring enough people and people aren't. Companies aren't hiring enough people, A, because people don't want to work because it's not worth it all the time to work, and B, in a lot of places where the federal minimum wage has actually kicked in or the state minimum wage. Like, if you're from Long Island, by the way, there was just an increase in the, in the, in the state minimum wage. New York City's had $15 for a few years, but the, 
rest of the state just went to like 14 something. I bet you didn't even know that. I know I didn't know that. I also know, I also found out that Governor Hochul just nominated some really, really bad dude to be like the head of the judges in New York. And like, I've got to do some more research because that's not cool. I was not a fan of Hochul before, but man, I don't like that at all. Anyway, um, so. They're using all this all this cover to do all this really messed up stuff. They're not hiring enough people to do the jobs. And, yeah, there's a lot more people on unemployment, so people are available. But people don't necessarily want to be treated like shit for $11 an hour. That's at least a $13 an hour job, I think. So they're really going to have to pony up, but they don't want to because the most expensive thing in any corporation is labor costs, especially if you have to kick in stuff like benefits, which are just through the roof. Uh, no thanks to the Republicans in Congress. Thank you very little. Also... They are now making all these changes and monopolies. Like, you'll start, if you if you watch, you'll start seeing how many companies like trying to merge. Like, Kroger's is looking to merge right now with another food thing. Like, that's bad. Like, we do not want companies to just keep merging because they screw you over. They'll say it's going to be cheaper. It's never cheaper, dude. If, 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 if a food company, like if King Collin and Kroger's merge, do you honestly think the price of bread is going to go down? No. They're just going to pocket more profit. That's why they're doing it. Nobody's trying to do it so you can save a couple of bucks on milk. Ever. No, nobody has ever done that. Like, they just never happens. You can never trust a corporation when they tell you they want to do that. Sometimes two companies cannot stay in business unless they merge because they're losing money. That kind of thing I understand. But if two profitable companies want to merge... Why do you think they want to merge? We're going to save customers' costs. That's a load of shit, and you really should know better by now. Anyway, so over the holiday weekend, my littlest sister uh, and her partner came uh, to visit us, and uh, she made the mistake of flying southwest out of Denver. (laughs) Which normally wouldn't be a punchline, but since it's actually... Probably as hard of a task as anything you've ever seen on an amazing race at this point to actually fly out of Denver on Christmas week on Southwest. They finally made it. They routed through Nashville. They landed in LaGuardia at 3 a.m. on Christmas morning without their luggage. Yeah, why why on earth would you need luggage? So as much as I was kind of trying and, like, wishing that Southwest would be cool about that and send, like, pictures of their luggage like having a great time in nashville they didn't do that what they actually did is since uh leah had flown in so so late and basically had a 15 15 hour journey from denver which isn't actually all that much less than you could drive i'm kidding it's a little bit more than that um they had this whole adventure and then they decided to not wait online with all the people that had lost their luggage at 3 a.m. on Christmas morning um, to fill out the paperwork required to to do all that, to get their luggage back. So they decided they would just go to the hotel, and then they would go in the morning on Christmas Day and try and do all that. So they, they did all that, and eventually they got an email, a really nice email from Southwest, basically saying, like, well, you didn't fill out the paperwork at the time that your luggage was lost. So basically it's... Your fault for losing the luggage, to which I almost passed out and died laughing. <laughs> I've seen corporations do a lot of shady stuff, but my God, being like, well, you know, it's if you think about it, it's funny, really, because if you didn't fly Southwest, you'd have your luggage right now. So whose fault is it really? It's been well over a week, and I am still laughing about it. <laughs> so, like, so much fun. They did eventually get their luggage back. 
days later, I might add, we had to lend them jackets and stuff because they didn't have any luggage. <laughs> like, that's just how that, how that works. But Southwest will probably be under some sort of congressional investigation, and nothing's going to happen because nobody cares. Everybody forgets, and everybody will be on to the new thing, like why Kevin McCarthy can't be Speaker of the House and why you have 20 Republicans that are basically just being dicks. I mean... I'm fine with a with a dissenting minority in both parties. Like, I actually kind of find it funny that this is like the first time the Dems have been completely unanimous again, you know, on on any issue actually. But every single Democrat in the House is voting for Hakeem Jeffries, who is the Democratic leader and currently the minority leader of the House. But every single one, and actually, I guess. Since he's getting all the Democratic votes, I guess he's getting the most votes in the House for Speaker. There is no way they're going to let uh, a Democratic um, a Democratic spe- Speaker, a Democratic member of Congress become Speaker of a Republican House. There's just no way. But I will say, and I don't watch a lot of her interviews because, uh, frankly, uh, AOC is just like a bit to my left. And sometimes she's very much to my left, and I don't like that at all. But she actually said something really interesting. She said that what what so what's happening now? If you don't know, if you haven't been following, is that Kevin McCarthy is making all kinds of stipulations to these twenty really hardcore extremist Republicans. I mean, these are like Matt Gates, you know, the sex trafficker from Florida, and what's her name, Lauren Bobert, who is like probably the dumbest member of Congress in history. Although Marjorie Taylor Greene does give her a run for the money, but. I don't know what the exact rankings are, but, like, she is making these concessions. He is making these concessions to them constantly. And the latest concession, after losing the vote for a sixth time yesterday, is apparently he's willing to give up this particular option where he is going to allow any member of Congress to call for a snap vote that could remove him from power. So if he's not doing something that Matt Gates wants, which I assume is trafficking 17-year-old girls across straight lines, because that's all I really know him for, he can call for the removal of McCarthy. And if everyone's kind of got enough sand in their vagina that they don't like him that day, they could remove him as speaker, and then we'll be right back here again doing the people's business. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that crazy? Like, this is what we're talking about. But then I watched this interview with AOC, and she was saying, like, you know, McCarthy really could come to the Democrats and peel off maybe like 10 Democrats by only promising them some chairmanships of certain committees. Not such a bad do- not such a bad job. I mean, I don't know that they're going to get like the defense against the dark arts teacher position, but like they might get like herbology and maybe that's something. I will say the other thing that McCarthy has offered to give these 20 Republicans is that he's going to gut the House House Ethics Committee. Now, I don't know if you can put all those words together, but the House Ethics Committee is a committee of people that investigate uh, ethics challenges or questionable ethics charges in the House of Representatives. Like, these are the people that, like, are going to go after George Santos for basically lying his way into office. They're also the same people that are investigating these same 20 Republicans. I know, it's crazy. Ethics violations are not super punished in the House. Like, it's not like you go to jail for them. You have to refer them to the Justice Department. But they can do stuff like strip you of your chairmanship of a committee or remove you from committees altogether. And if you're not on committees, you're not really doing much of a job in, 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 in Congress. And that's kind of... 
what you have to do. And the people who just kind of coast by and don't do anything, like, they don't really have a lot of influence, and they're not really bringing much into their state, which is actually what's super funny about the George Santos thing. And if you don't know George Santos, please take two minutes of your life and Google George Santos and see what happens, because he is now the congressional representative from most of Nassau County and eastern Queens. So he represents, I don't know, a lot of you. A good amount of people that listen to my show. He's your representative. This dude lied about being Jewish so he could, like, take advantage of the Holocaust, which... (laughs) Of things to take advantage of, I'm not sure that I would go with that. But he also lied about just about everything else, including where he worked, when he went to college. He's also under investigation for fraud in Brazil. In Brazil, yo! Like, dude, like... I thought you had to do fraud to be in Brazil, but, like, I don't know, because I've never been there. I just assume. But they have opened up a court case, and as I saw on Brian Taylor Taylor Cohen's blog uh, vlog yesterday, is that, yeah, we do indeed have an extradition treaty with Brazil. And this dude, if he's convicted, will look look at five years in a Brazilian prison, and that probably isn't as good as it sounds. you imagine being extradited to Brazil? Like, <laughs> But the most important part of the whole George Santos thing is, like, he is a pariah in Congress. If you want to watch something funny, just watch any of the YouTube stuff about him and his first day where reporters are, like, talking. There's a scene where he's, like, looking at his phone, and the, the he's just ignoring all the reporters, and the reporters find like, are you pretending to look at your phone right now? And of course he is. I would be. <laughs> Oh, I hope my mom texts me. I hope my mom texts me. Yeah, man. But the most important part of that and the reason he's getting so much grief from people in Nassau County is because no one wants to work with him. He's an absolute pariah. He's an absolute laughingstock. He is a goddamn joke. And Republicans sent him to Washington. And now no one wants to work with him. Do you think there's going to be any projects or any benefit to Oyster Bay, Long Island or, you know, Astoria? Glen Cove, Glenhead, you think any of those places are going to reap the benefits of their representative in Washington? Absolutely not. And I could not be happier because you dum-dums sent a liar to Congress. And that's what happens. I mean, hopefully they'll find something with because he, apparently the dude was late on his rent, but yet lent his, his campaign committee $705,000. Now, I don't know what you know about campaign finance law, but you can probably imagine that you cannot... Loan yourself $705,000 to your campaign if, A, you don't have $705,000, and, B, you got $705,000 through improper campaign finance donations. Like, I didn't even get to any of the good stuff I wanted to talk about today. But I wanted to say, everybody that's trying to turn this stuff around and let stuff go and just kind of enjoy life and not be as mad as I am on a regular day, <laughs> on a regular basis for absolutely no reason about stuff that really doesn't matter. Like, honestly, good for you. I'm super proud of you. I myself am still a work in progress, but it's going to be a long year, man. And I've got till December 31st to figure it out. So... That's where we're at.